Welcome to Account Trends, everybody. I'm Jason Stein with Intuit Accountants. My co-host, David Bergstein, and I are excited to be with you every couple of weeks to share the latest news, interesting perspectives, and hottest trends in the tax and accounting world. We'll have special guests on the show to help break these trends down and give you food for thought as you find new ways to deliver for your clients. But most importantly, we plan on having some fun while doing it. Welcome. All right. Welcome, everybody, to our inaugural podcast episode called Account Trends. I'm your host, Jason Stein. I have with me my partner in crime and sidekick, David Bergstein, CPA, CITP, and Alphabet Soup. David, how are you today? I'm wonderful. Today. Glad to be here on your inaugural first issue of Account Trends. I think it's going to be exciting. Uh, and I know you got a uh, real all-star cast of people you're bringing in. Is that correct? Yeah, definitely. Well, let's uh, let's start actually a little bit uh, with ourselves and just sort of uh, introduce ourselves to our listeners. And we'll talk about some of this awesome cast you're referring to. Uh, I'll go first, just a little background on who I am. Um, I've been in the profession and with Intuit for over 20 years, which makes me the old guy at Intuit, but the young guy out in the profession. <laughs> and uh, run run uh, various roles uh, here at uh, the company and in the profession. But right now, uh, and for the last five years and the, for the foreseeable future, I am our education leader for the tax and accounting profession. Uh, and so my responsibilities include driving our webinar programs, our virtual conferences. When we go to face-to-face again someday, we'll, uh, we'll have a part in that. Uh, and then now we're launching this exciting podcast program, too. So uh, I'm looking forward to what's to come and, and meeting all of our cool guests that, that we have lined up. David, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about, about yourself? Okay, thank you, Jason. I like to consider myself a millennial in a baby boomer's body. Uh, which means I've been around a long time, much longer than you've been. So I am really the old man with young people. I pretty much have every role that you can think of within the accounting profession. I've been an IRS agent, chief of technical at IRS. I've held various management positions uh, from regional director of sales to vice president uh, at some major accounting industry companies in the last 35 years. And now I'm Chief Innovation Officer of Bergstein CPA, which means I'm working my way to retirement and right now helping you out to take over the world. And in my spare time, uh, the new future is all about pickleball coaching, just like CPAs are about advisory services. <laughs> David loves his pickleball. Yeah, we really appreciate that, David. And you're all the way up to being a former Intuit employee as well about a year ago or so. And- uh, David David left Intuit to go independent and make his way towards retirement. We're glad we can keep him around and uh, and uh, at, at least uh, in service to helping us with this podcast program. And uh, many of you may don't know David from uh, speaking at conferences and just being a part of a lot of things going on out there in the profession. So David will be joining us for many, if not all, of our future episodes uh, until he gets tired of us and is ready to to call it quits. But I'm going to hold on to him as long as I can as long as he's willing. No, I so, appreciate that. I, actually, today, uh, uh, I had someone call me up and ask me questions about Intuit and about the outsourcing services. So I'm always trying to help people. Uh, and most of the people that call me, as much as they like to use other software, everybody seems to be using Intuit in the client accounting services space, as well as other tools like in, uh, Intact and Sage. 
but Intuit seems to be the main focus uh, from its QuickBooks standpoint. Right. Which makes sense, of course. And, you know, fair warning, folks, a lot of the times we're, we're really just going to be focused on the, the trends in the profession. Uh, so, you know, while products may come up from time to time, we may invite guests from our product teams. Uh, this is this show is largely focused on what's going on out there uh, broadly and uh, completely agnostic of products. So want want to make sure that's clear. Uh, and so while while we're kind of on that subject, David, talk to us about what are the trends you're seeing out there? What are some of the things that we should be focused on in this uh, in the show? A lot of trends. Most of it relates to technology and how people are going from being permanently in the office to a new hybrid. I think we'll have guests on. I think you have Alan Colton coming on, uh, who's going to talk about changes and what's going on in the offices. Human resources and culture seems to be a big change from bringing people back to how do you create a culture uh, being remote. But technology and how to use it and the changes seems to be the biggest thing. Finding talent is a tremendous change. Uh, now there's a couple of questions out there. Do you really need to be a CPA to make it in the accounting space? Uh, there's lots of accountants and lots of CPAs, and there's lots of change going on. So more and more of the accounting space is becoming about advisory services. I think you see that also. Uh, you, you do a lot of tax work with uh, Pro Series, uh, Lacert, and I, I, I guess... Uh, Online and to it online now. You are you seeing the trend more to everybody using the technology and uh, working from a advisory services space? Oh, geez, David, it's gonna it's gonna take many many episodes for us to unpack all of what you just talked about. But everything that that you covered is is right in line with you know the topics that we want to bring up on these episodes. And you know, it makes me think. You know, we've been talking about these trends for so long. Like, the, they're not new. Uh, we've been talking about advisory for 20 years. And one of the things that, that you mentioned is, you know, the different you know, departments that we have in these traditional firms. You've got cash, you've got tax, you've got, you know, even advisories, these separate business models. And, and while there's a degree of that that's necessary, we really need to be thinking about, about things in less in silos. And we really got to be bringing the whole firm together under a single strategy and vision, right? That, that everybody's rallying around, that, that everybody in the firm can get behind and drive forward. And then that sort of opens the doors for everything else, right? Then you've got technology's impact and how to use technology for workflow automation. Then you've got talent, right? Which is a huge huge problem right now for all industries, but our profession, probably the worst. Um, and, and what is the right talent, right? We're, we're completely going back to basics. I'm hearing about these large firms bringing up, you know, and I think we're going to talk to some of them, you know, non-CPA CAS partners and, you know, moving beyond the, the focus that we've had in the past or this credentialed, got to be experts in, you know, the tactical execution and, and more into cultural fit um, and, and general mindset and attitudes so that, you know, these firms are better positioned to serve their clients in the ways that they need. Technology is, uh, keeps going faster each and every year. I know I go to a lot of conferences. Barry Melanson, the CEO of the AICPA, says that we're going fast, but we're going to continue to go faster. Change is a necessary evil. 
We don't even know what change is going to happen in the future. You know, uh, we didn't know about uh, drones delivering packages 10 years ago. Uh, and the accounting space is just like that also. What's going to happen is accounting and compliance work is going to be totally automated. What's really going to change is the role of the accountant. They have to continuously learn new skills, uh, not of a technological nature, but how to help their clients be more liquid, solvent, and profitable, which means they got to give them advisory services. they got to talk to their clients to see what keeps them up at night. Everything will be delivered automatically. I think we're having on, uh, we're having Dr. Sean Stein-Smith on to talk about uh, cryptocurrency blockchain and how that it's going to affect the accounting space. Yep, yep. Uh, that's going to be, uh, that's an interesting conversation, right? Uh, that's That's been a trend at play for a little while now too, and, and Bitcoin seems to be taking hold. And so it'll be really interesting to hear you know, what's what's happening in that space, because I feel like it's not really talked about a whole lot. I mean, there's always something there on the sidelines. We're always talking about advisory, always talking about advisory, always talking about um, technology. Uh, but there's so much more that surrounds that. You know, and, you and mentioned. Takes... Go ahead. Yeah, well, I was going to change uh, change direction a little bit, come back to one of the things you said earlier about being a CPA and the skills. Right. One, you know, even even at the state levels, many states are or have been introducing bills. I don't know if it's still happening right now, but I know in the not too distant past, there were states that were proposing bills to deregulate the CPA licensure and just basically make it not a thing. And uh, I think that's going to continue, but the AICPA and state CPA societies are putting their two cents in. I do believe you have to have licensure in the professional space well, whether requirements be five years or less. And that's why people are saying, hey, I don't know if I really want to be a CPA because it's five years of learning. I think you have to have licensure. I think the IRS right now uh, is going back to thinking about licensing accountants to do tax returns. Yeah, There's got to be a that. certain level. Uh, and on the state level, the deregulation has come about uh, because uh, you used to have to send someone, uh, if they wanted to be a uh, barber, or uh, a beautician, I think they had to go like 5,000 hours or something, which seems to me to be too enormous to be. So the deregulation has to figure out what fits in and what doesn't. Yeah, there's there's so much to navigate with that. You know, but at the end of the day, it kind of kind of boils down to skills, right? And, and as we think about talent and what the future looks like and finding the right talent, having more opportunities to look beyond our own backyards for talent, you know, that's that's definitely one of the things that, you know, we definitely need to broaden our scope uh, beyond the, the the licensed professionals and think about really the culture that we want to intentionally create in the firms and the talent that matches up to that culture and and bringing in the right skills to lead us into the future. Um, you know, gone are the ways of of looking for that QuickBooks expert bookkeeper uh, that is just the magical unicorn that doesn't exist. And really thinking about who are the who are the people that are going to fit best with our values, our mission, our strategy, our vision, and then teaching them and have the skills to do the advisory work, to 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 communicate, to collaborate in the, you know all the right ways, use the technology, um, and then you know does that person need to be a CPA at that point? CPAs, I think, absolutely have a place on the table for you know the the long term future. It is it is. You know, it is a skill set 
that is like the lawyers, right? Or the doctors. It's the I'm I'm deeply versed in, you know, these these topic areas, but we gotta broaden the firm's talent overall uh beyond the licensing and the compliance work because it's just it's necessary now. Now I, I agree to an extent. I do believe you need licensing in certain professions, law, medicine, CPA, but the skills that go with that have changed from being a technical expert on tax and audit to achieving a level of how can I interpret analytically explain to people and did the people fit into the culture. But having a certification does give a level of confidence to people, especially through state boards that these people have met strict requirements for a certain skill. Uh, and I believe that has, to, that, that, that has to continue. I think if anybody gets anything out of uh, the Account Trends podcast each week, they will uh, get out of it that they have to continually learn uh, to achieve success as things change. The trends are going to change, and we've reached a state where everything is continuous learning. And every week, as you bring different guests to the forefront, you're going to, your guests, and what you're going to bring out of them is the trends that are going on that the people who are listening need to be aware of to grow their own independent accounting practices. Yeah, perfectly stated about the licensing. I 100% agree. Um, the only thing that I do want to clarify is um, every couple of weeks is when we intend to launch episodes. We may get to a weekly cadence at some point, but uh, right now we're just looking at every every couple of weeks. Yeah, and so David, you know, kind of on that same vein of you know these foundational fundamental shifts to the bedrock of our profession, you know, one of the other things that comes to mind is. Um, you know, the attack on, on hourly billing models and the timesheet, you know, we'll have guests on uh, Ron Baker and, and Mark Wickersham separately to, to share their perspectives and give some helpful tips and advice on, on navigating, you know, these new pricing models. But, you know, we've been doing, doing timesheets and, and hourly billing for decades, if not centuries, right? That's been the business model. And you measure, you know, you get what you measure, right? And if we're still continuing this this hourly focus as our primary model, then the, the same outputs are what we can expect. And we've got to try out some of these different models to, to fundamentally shift the way we think about how the, the relationship dynamic between accountants and clients really should be taking place. Um, you know, thoughts on that yourself? Well, um, I agree with you 100%. I think between Mark Wiggisham from uh, a UK perspective, but it's worldwide, and Ron Baker from a US and worldwide perspective, uh, they've been spending years talking about the fundamental change from timesheets to value pricing, and now it's up to value pricing 2.0 and concierge pricing. And there's a number of books out there uh, that what a professional sells, not just an accountant, an attorney, even a doctor when they're dispensing information. We sell knowledge, and you don't bill knowledge by time. You bill knowledge by what it's worth and the value that your client perceives out of it. You know, a two-minute phone call with a client, if that can help them save $2 million or make $2 million, is worth more than an hourly billing or a 15-minute rate. So everything's truly about the value of what you, you're giving. And I think people who listen uh, to these podcasts and pick up, hey, you know, Ron and Mark making a good point here. I have to change how I'm doing my pricing 
from hourly and time chains to value pricing. And hey, they gave me a great idea about how to build menus and how to get the client to move from an hourly rate to a value pricing. And right. I think uh, they'll find out a lot. Yeah, I think so too. And and just getting some tips or figuring out where can I get started or how can I just test this or just try something? Because that's really the key here, right? It's it's moving forward. It's it's trying and, and having the courage to to put something out there and learning and you know one one step at a time uh, because these these changes that we're looking at while they've been coming for a while you know they're massive massive changes and just thinking differently is where it all starts and, and I'm looking forward to working with you because I think uh, the account trends podcast will bring all of this out to people over a period of time I, you know I believe uh, your Intuit network has a uh, great base of users and listeners and just people who aren't even using the product. If they spend their time listening, uh, they'll learn a lot. Uh, I, I think you're going to do an excellent job in uh, bringing these trends out by the guests you have lined up, and I'm looking forward to it. I couldn't agree more, David. That is definitely the hope. And I certainly uh, certainly will uh, look forward to learning a few things myself along the way. We've got a lot of really... Uh, really smart people uh, that that you know will be on the show, and you know it's going to be it's going to be good. All right, well, I think that's a good start. So stay tuned for the next episode. David, appreciate you being here. Appreciate your commitment to the the podcast program, and uh, look forward to many 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 episodes together. And I appreciate you having me on, and I'm looking forward to you becoming a famous or uh, infamous person over the next couple of years as you make your mark on the profession, and I work my way to pickleball. Very kind, David. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you want to learn more about any of the topics discussed on the show, visit intuitaccountants.com forward slash podcast. Account Trends is produced and edited by Luke Johnston. Copyright Intuit 2021. Join us next time where Alan Colton will join us on the show to talk about the war on talent, succession planning, and mergers and acquisitions, among other topics.